Oh, come on, hand fan. Yes. Mine's over there. Motivated, babies. Come on, motorized. 2023. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> and welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the real and the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay, today I'm drinking kombucha. We're trying something. I, I do. I love a kombucha quite personally. Do you? I do. I love a kombucha. Um, and so this one is a beautiful rose and white tea kombucha. And it's fabulous and lovely. I feel like that I have to find, I, I think I've had one kombucha, kombucha that I've liked that was good, but I feel like I would need something really sweet just because like the, the yep. vinegar acidity is just really prominent whenever I get kombucha. I'm just like, oh my God, like... Val? My 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 stepdad's one of those people that'll just like drink apple cider vinegar straight, and I'm just like, oh my god, no. Oh, oh, is it me now? Yes. Hey, hey, hi, I'm Lana. I'm your resident evil diva. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that you changed your name until now. <laughs> I did it yesterday, actually. <laughs> Happy Halloween. I am your resident. Uh, not leader. just for that reason. But, but we'll, we'll we'll give content on why. If you really want to know why I'm the resident evil diva, you should check out our other videos on this here channel because we have a specific channel who uh, a specific uh, commenter who now likes our stuff and titled gave us some titles. Logan will explain it better. But I am here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea as always because you know. I love me some tea per. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. I'm drinking water. You know, it's water. Hydration is important. But I'm not drinking it in my cup mug, though. I'm just going to be my cup mug, my water holder for the day. But you could get you your cup mug, too, at lonagiescreations.etsy.com. And we do ship internationally. So there are no eggs. Uses and I'm looking at you, Germany. I'm looking at you, all of you, Switzerland, Austria, all y'all. Look at it, all y'all. Bam, get your cup mug. And I'm David Healy, and I don't have a catharsis thought intro, but I do have a catharsis thought shirt. <laughs> <laughs> if you get it, you get it. Oh. <laughs> I'm wearing my see me with them hands shirt. Ooh, some hands for some Tatiana. Um, but I am just drinking some water. Period. And hello, it's Heisa Arisenvi, formerly from York, but now coming to you from the, 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 a lovely city center apartment in Leeds. Ooh, this is a big achievement for me. Love that. And um, I was going to give you a witty German intro, but I didn't have a lesson last weekend, and I don't feel confident to say anything. Uh, today, I am drinking a protein shake, optimum nutrition, double chocolate hazelnut. Thank you. Purr. Purr. <laughs> and what's happening, everybody? It's your girl, Eva Bunny, back again. Chicago drag artist and queen of Ivy Park. 
I don't know what other titles you may want to give them to me, but um, cute. Um, unless they're not cute, then you owe me five dollars. Venmo and eat the bunny. Resident, um, resident <laughs> goddess. Okay, that is cute. We'll take that. If we'll Lana's that. the resident diva. Wait, I have one for you actually. She's an model and she's a good house, which is she's a model and she looks good. Well, all of these things, I would say, um, <laughs> big purr, big purr, purr, big purr, big purr, 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 purr. You know what you should put as your title, Eve? You should put Special C Ivy Park. <gasps> okay, wait, I might have to do that for the next video, honestly, for real, because like, yes. the mark is kind of sickening. Okay. Um, yes, Freckles Yabby Park, darling. Speaking of, I'm wearing uh, my favorite piece. Honestly, I wear this all the time. It's my favorite piece. It's the Ivy Park jersey that came out. It is the only way you would get my girly ass in anything related to a jersey or sports uniforms other than a jock strap for other reasons. Uh, oh, but this I'm piece. <laughs> a Pepsi. Hey, they usually have lace ones. Those are the ones I get. They're cute. Me too. Um, and then I'm drinking a Pepsi. Why? Because Beyonce's favorite drink is Pepsi. And she has been a Pepsi ambassador since she did uh, one of the first Pepsi Super Bowl commercials back in the day with Britney Spears and Miss Pink. I don't know if you remember that when they were gladiators. The taste and also it is in honor of my queen coming out with the renaissance world tour movie mm -hmm. that I already have midnight release tickets for and I am so excited. Yum. Yes for me, yes for Beyonce, yes for Pepsi. I love it. So it's Drag Race Germany. Again, mm -hmm. we're back. One could say the end of the first half of this season. One could say the end of an era. We'll talk about it. One could say. One could say. We, one could say the the show got a castrating. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That is correct, actually. <laughs> but we will. Congratulations talk about to Drag Race Germany on its bottom surgery. Anyway, we come back into the workroom. Lele is gone, and we're all still gagged. Gooped. Beguiled even. Truly. And yeah, I, I love that. that comment. No. And Nikita's just like, bye girl. And I'm like. Uh, as always. As always. Not shocked <laughs> anymore about Nikita and no. her. Because you want to oh, talk no. about a gag. I'll be completely honest with you. I had to catch up a little bit on Germany. Life things have been happening. Life has been lifing. So I haven't been able to catch up on everything. That's also a reason, too, why with some of the uh, next franchises coming out, I'm taking a little bit of a mini break. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm going to, you know, just focus on non-drag race related things. That's a lot to say as a drag queen to say that you're getting too much drag in your life right now. <laughs> but I'm getting too much drag in my life right now. <laughs> it's like everything I watch. And then whenever I leave my house, it's to go to do something drag related if I'm not doing it. I'm like... I need to breathe. But I'm extremely surprised when I was catching up on this season. <clears throat> That's a nice way to say this. That Nikita's still here. Um, 
I'm kind of well, surprised I was gonna, by that. I, I was going to say both Eve and Eris, would you like your uh, moment to talk about the episodes that you were not here for? Sure. I'll take Eris was here last week, though. I thought Eris was here last week. Eris was here last week. And had their moment, so. Yes. So, Eve. Yeah. Let's go. This is your moment! Have it! So, how the hell is Nikita still here? This doesn't make any sense to me. So, when I remember seeing her on the first episode, she came out in that lazy-ass Dalmatian leotard. And then she was worried about how she's going to end up being the bottom. And from what I've been seeing fashion-wise, I haven't really been seeing an upscale or an uptick. I will say that I think that her hair is always sickening, but I don't understand why she always does those weird, like, Mama Pow Joker lips. It, I can understand she got them done. You know, that's how white people's lips look when they get a little bit bigger. But at the same time, I'm like, contouring, you know, tones, something. Anyway, I still don't understand why she's here. So how many more episodes do we have to deal with her? Because I'm just... Nikita's still here, actually. She's still here for real. Like, for this isn't a joke. This isn't a joke. She's still it, here. It's not. Yeah. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm bewildered. I'm betwixt. I feel like that there has been a conspiracy against me to rob me of my general intelligence. Because I know good and well. I, see? I, not to jump in, but like, I do think we might potentially see Nikia as a finalist. Just from like the way we've had to like, I'm not saying this to trigger you, Eve. Just because of like, (laughs) (laughs) I would not blame you. No, just from like the edit they've given her and like the way she's scaled upwards. You are all gonna hate me from saying this. You are all gonna hate me so much. I get Spanky Jackson energy a little bit. Oh. No, but sure. I don't know who that is, so I don't hate you. I'll explain it to you later. I was going to say, you've seen her before, but you haven't seen her season. On the finale of uh, Down Under Season 3, she came into the work. Oh, yeah. Not in drag. And then she presented the crown. In drag. I don't remember. That's valid. It's too much happening. It's been a long couple of weeks. Anyway... (laughs) We come back into the workroom the next day and we have a mini challenge and Barbie comes in and that other man, I'm not acknowledging him anymore. Why? Why? We have so much okay. The constant mistreatment of Tessa Testicle. Uh, I mean, if we're not going to acknowledge him, we ain't acknowledging nobody on the panel. Well, that's valid. <laughs> about to so say, Barbie so. and Johnny walk in <laughs> and they have to divide into teams of four, and there is a fight. That was so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> they separated a father and his daughter. Why? This isn't the first. It was, it was so crazy to me. They were like, no, you are, we are not going to let you have freedom and have the choice that you want. You have to come up. <laughs> Poor Victoria. It, like it won't be the first. Losing Isaiah all over again. <laughs> And, and it was Halle Berry and Julia Roberts fighting over their little baby. Well, I was going to say, it isn't the first. No, it would be the last time a room full of Germans fight over a twink. Well, I mean, and it wasn't Julia Roberts, unfortunately. That wait, who lady. was that? It wasn't Julia Roberts. I can't remember her name, but it was Julia Roberts is not a blonde lady. It was so white lady. 
It was, but it wasn't Julia. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you her name. Jessica no. Lang. Jessica oh. Lang. That's who it was. What? Yeah. I had to look it up real quick because I was like, it's Jessica Lang, right? Yeah, uh, it, it's it Jessica was, Lang. But yeah, it was not. Yeah. Yes. But. So they divide into two teams. And for the mini challenge this week, we are playing Drag Zack Zack. Yeah. Which is telephone? Yeah. I think, like, that's what it seemed like it was. It seemed like they were explaining it like it was password or something. I think it's similar to password, it feels like. But it's like group password as opposed That's to right. just one person. Yeah, yeah, and they're not just saying... Well, I thought they were doing it like you can only say like three like words or, or descriptors or whatever. But they were just like giving full sentence explanations about... You know what I mean? Like trying to get yeah, off. I, like, I feel like there's a reference we probably missed. Like it gave me like game show vibes, so I'm wondering if it was related to like a German game show that we might I not think be familiar it is. with. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I think it is. I'm gonna assume as much, but there was one team that was significantly better yes. than everybody else. Yes. And so we have four winners of the mini challenge this week. I have to say the funniest part was when they were on the word schadenfreude and tessa turns to metamorkid and said how you feel when i'm in the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and, and then um and then metamorkid goes um what did you say Glucklish, which happy. basically means like happy yeah she said happy she's like what does that mean she was like schadenfreude i was like yes and i was like and that was clean too it was like two words got it and i was like that's why I was hoping that the whole flow of a lot of them would be. Some of them, I felt like, were a little drawn out. Yeah. So they win the mini challenge. So yeah, they won nothing. But the ability to choose their uh, their scenes for the maxi challenge, which is a good old courtroom improv drama. Da da da. Da, da, da. It's fairy tale justice part two <laughs> without I was the say fairy it was Jersey tale. justice. Yeah, Jersey justice <laughs> felt more like Jersey justice to me. Yeah, it was more like Jersey justice, but instead it was uh, Salish. I don't know. So they divide into their teams, they do their thing. Um, we have Metamore Kid and Pandora as a team, we have Lorelai and Tessa. Callie and Victoria and Nikita and Yvonne, they kind of just like stayed on their sides from the mini challenge and then just like grabbed someone. Factioned out the twos. Exactly. Um, so we go from this literally straight into the challenge. Mm -hmm. So um, do we do we want to talk about the Emmy moment first and then the challenge or do it chronologically? Chrono chronological. Okay. Cool. So, first up in the challenge, we had Metamorkid and Pandora doing the eyebrow gate situation. I forgot to pull images of it. But what did we think of Meta and Pandora? David, what did you think of Meta and Pandora? <laughs> you know, I thought they were both good, actually. Um, like, 
at least as good as anybody could be in this challenge, which was a little all over the place for me. Um, but they they felt like one of the more evenly matched pairs for me, which according to the judges, that's not the case. Um, I do think Meta was slightly better, but there were definitely times where both of them made me laugh, especially when they were talking about having front back dyslexia and Pandora is like, I, I accidentally put a hot dog in my ass. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's yeah. Um, I just, I just like seeing them both like just get stupid with it. Um, I don't think either of them belonged near the bottom three personally. I agree. I thought it was, it was wild. All, but this whole challenge was all over the place. I think everybody was just everywhere. And I didn't, I personally did not like this challenge. I thought the challenge was like, ugh, very annoying. I like, those are the ones I feel like should be for the mini challenge, real quick ones. Do one for the mini challenge. They live the little, little improv thing and then they go to something bigger for the main challenge. I, did, I didn't really care for it, but eh. I like the challenge. I just felt that three out of the four groups didn't do well. And also all of them ending with people shagging on the floor was like pretty boring. Mm. With the only exception being like Tessa and Lorelai. Yeah, Tessa and Lorelai, which ended in a fist fight on the floor instead. Which that means was... they didn't work well together because they didn't Apparently. make Apparently. Right. That was kind of my critique for this whole thing as well. Is like this I didn't love this challenge really at all. Yeah. Um, because of all of the scenes ending in basically the same way. And the one team that was then both praised and um, penalized for not fucking on the floor. We'll talk about the judging because the judging just confused the hell out of me overall. Agreed. I was just like, so clearly what we're learning is that Drag Race Germany operates in Drag Race Thailand rules where the challenge just doesn't matter. Because that's kind of what I've learned five episodes in. It's just like, the challenge genuinely doesn't matter. I mean, last week they had a challenge and a runway winner. I don't think the runway matters either. I think they'll just do what they want to do, honestly. Right. It's who they feel should be at the bottom and who they nice. feel should go. It's really... We'll get, it's we'll get into that. Johnny's nerves. I mean, <sighs> I will feel honestly kind of the same way when it comes to later on in the episode. Mm -hmm. Certain things, even the winner of this episode didn't really make no sense to me. Not so as damn. Not a... Uh, Oh, okay. No, I'm so glad. I was like, I, I literally was like, I'm being gaslit. I, I'm being yeah. gaslit. Yeah, I thought I was like, am I being? Are they trying to make me feel like a certain way about this? And I don't believe that at all. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was. It, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Let's not jump the gun too much. Yes. Let's move to uh, Kelly and Victoria, who were doing the the foster mother. That turns into the dad. That turns into the that incest ass shit. I'm sorry, uh, I, but what the hell? I found I'm actually cringe. your father. Let's do it. I'm a dude too. Let's do it. And they got these nasty uh, figure wave kitty cat wigs on oh. and mess. And the penis is as big as Victoria because she's about as big as a damn ballpoint pen. Oh. I'm like, what in the world is happening? And the entire time she was just looking all mad and rough. And then oh. they're trying to fight over some panties that Barbie is sniffing. Oh. I'm like, 
I'm like, the circus is in town and the crowds are loose. Like, PT, come get your children. Mr. Barnum, what is happening? Please. I was very confused. I was so confused. And I will say this, though, I felt this through most of all of their performances. And I was thinking, I was like, maybe I'm not getting it. Maybe I'm not getting the humor in translation. And someone will come through and I'll go, okay, this one is it. This is the funny one. This one is killing me, da 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 whatever. And it's not that any of them were bad. They were just very absurd comedy. So I was just kind of like, oh, this, like, like, like y'all said, how almost every single group ended up with them humping on the ground or something. I'm like, oh, okay, this is like, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a challenge. I'll be real with you. I don't even think it was like a translation thing because I speak about as much German as Diane Brill, and I still didn't find a lot of them funny. <laughs> I think I laughed the most, like at the absurdity of Memoir Kids and Pandora's, and also at Lorelai as a character. But other than that, I didn't really laugh all that much. Oh, delicious. <clears throat> so, so yeah. Um, oh, what was I saying? Yeah, so the only people I really enjoyed was Metamarket and Pandora's for, like, the absurdity of, like, the backwards dyslexia and inserting sausages into holes. And the and the other one I liked was Lorelai, just for the character she had. But this group in particular, um, I think the best way I could describe it is I would rather drink toenail water than watch it again. It made oh. my soul cringe. I'll be honest with you. I understand why they liked Lorelai, but I wasn't the craziest of Lore- about Lorelai in this episode. And I really wasn't the craziest with their pairing. It was very weird how with some people they were like, you outshine this person. So your your group was automatically thrown off. It wasn't one of you was good and one of you just didn't keep up. It was you outshine the other one and you threw them off. But then the but they didn't put that same dynamic with Lorelai and Tessa. They were just like, Lorelai, you were absolutely amazing. Da, 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 da. Tessa, you just didn't keep up. And I'm like, wait, so why is Lorelai not penalized for the fact that their chemistry wasn't good? Okay. Because I felt but, like that they were like performing on two totally different levels. Okay, but the difficulty also on that specific note, and I was gonna bring it up later, but I might as well just talk about it now. They didn't talk at all, really, about Tessa's performance in the challenge. They talked about her ability to perform on stage. They talked about her ability to perform in lip syncs. They said, I think I think Barbie said one line about Tessa in the actual challenge, and it was during Lorelai's critique. With Tessa, they just said, oh, we like your outfit, whatever, whatever, but you don't perform on stage. You don't do these things. You're not ready for this. No, you just claimed you're, she's not ready for this. She's very ready for this and has been doing fairly well in a lot of challenges and should not have been in the bottom four times in five episodes. Yeah. Some of them were warranted, including this one, I would say. I would However, not say. I, 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 I personally would. I personally I, would not. Because, see, this is why... Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Do that no. Out, I don't what I was going to say is just, like, why are we not critiquing everyone the same way? And we're not. And it... It, it has become very clear that, like, I already know who's winning the season. I already know. It's really obvious. It was obvious from the first episode. So at this point, I'm just like, okay, cool. Let's just count down the episodes until Pandora wins. And am I okay with that? Absolutely, because I like Pandora, and I think she's incredibly talented. However, comma, judge everyone the same damn way. That's all. 
Sorry, Lana. Go ahead. No, no, you, you, I, I cut you off. I don't think Tessa belonged in the bottom in this episode because I didn't think her performance was that bad. Honestly, I didn't either. Because if you got Lorelai and you praising Lorelai for standing there saying, "I mean, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to. I didn't bake the cake. She stole my cake." Like giving us very bare minimum of. It's just, it was. I, it was I'm like just, two. It was like uh, it was like two different comedy shows. It's like she doing like The Office type comedy, and Tessa Tesco was doing like another comedy series, like SNL Live. Yeah, like SNL or something, and they were not mixing. But even go ahead, Lana. But even with that, how are you gonna sit there and say Lorelai did so great, Tessa? We don't talk about her performance in the challenge because it's mainly about the her look and how you felt she performs every other week every other time like this challenge she was not the worst out of everybody who was on that stage and who performed because it was other people in 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 other groups i was like if we go outshine the other person i think this person was funny like how Mm. And then I don't even think her look warned her to be on the bottom. Like I don't even think that should have put her in the bottom. Yeah. It. Mm, I just feel like they just wanted her to go. Okay. And they were like, we put her in. We've put her in the lip sync four times, three times already, and she's beat everybody. Now we have to make sure she goes. So we go put her against somebody who we know can beat her and We're take her, put out. her in against the front runner who's an acrobat and a contortionist but uh and who also has two wins and there's literally no universe where she would go home we haven't it, it's all we're all, all over the place as this people were with these this challenge it was all over the place Kelly and Victoria, David, you and we've been all over the place. That's that's what I just that's what I meant. Okay. We are just as all over the place as they are with this whole challenge. But David, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to Kelly and Victoria's uh, incestual uh, telenovela relationship. I'd rather know. Um, complete with bratwurst in their pants. <laughs> Bitterness. A, nice, a nice German Yule log down there. Um, that poor Brazilian child. See, that's how stereotypes start. Um, it was crazy as hell. David, you want to speak on it? Yeah, so this might be a weird take, but I might have given Victoria the win based on the challenge. I thought she was good. You're not alone there because I actually also would have given Victoria the win. Okay, I and I was like, am I just like, do I just have low expectations for her and she's just really surpassing them? It might be a little bit yes. of that, but I was just like really into whatever she was doing. And I, I think there's just low expectations for this challenge as a whole. Maybe. <laughs> and then her, her boner cracked me up at the end, but it was so weird. It Harvard. was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, It was the most bizarre one, just like, but I think I liked that about it. I liked how crazy it was because I felt like other ones were like trying to balance reality with these weird concepts, but they just kind of went for it. And um, I thought Kelly was good too. Like Kelly might have been in my top or at least high safe for me. 
Uh, but Victoria was kind of the standout for me for the whole night. Nah. Almost sexuality. Can I just... <laughs> Heterosexuality, come on. <laughs> um, I'll say this. I, as much as we talked about everybody else, y'all notice who we ain't talked about was Nikita and, and Yvonne. Because I just thought I, we hadn't got there yet. No, my. I completely forgot they even existed in this my whole draft picks, and they were bad. I forgot they even existed, but they the judges thought they were so funny, and I was like, I didn't laugh at all. The judges exactly. thought they were so funny, and then Yvonne was safe, and Nikita was low. What? <laughs> and it should have been the other way around. Because Nikita was the funnier one in that pairing. I agree with that. If you're if you're comparing them one to one, and I was gonna say on the point of mixing like reality and absurdity, David, that's for me what Yvonne and Nikita were trying to do, and it didn't really translate all that well. No. Honestly, the only person I laughed at in this entire challenge was Victoria. Yeah, for me, I thought they should have just judged based on teams, and I yes. think collectively. Yvonne and Nikita were the worst team. Like, and it felt so rushed. It was like over within a second. Like for me, they very easily could have been the bottom two. I did have a person that I thought was the worst overall, but as a group, I thought that they just did not work. It, I didn't even get their concept. It just went by so quickly. It was like, okay, you all had decent characters, but did nothing with them. So bottom and two. We'll get, and we'll get to how she ended up staying. Which was mm. these questionable takes on these runway looks. Yep. I've got Jesus. ideas, thoughts, questions, concerns, qualms, all of it. Do we have any other thoughts on the challenge before we move to the Emmy? Yes. No, challenge okay. sucks. Oh. Let's keep going. I well, David like, has thoughts. And Iris so, has thoughts. Uh, and Iris has thoughts so. Okay, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. David. Well, um, so I was going in order of the groups. So the last group was Tessa and Lorelai. For me, I was so confused because I was looking at Lorelai and I'm like, oh, she's not trying. She's not trying at all. She's not doing a character. She's just in a bad mood because we'd already kind of gotten from her that she was in a bad mood in the workroom. So I literally thought that she had completely given up in the challenge. And I thought for sure she was a strong candidate for the bottom two, um, depending if they were judging individually or by teams. Because for me, she was by far the worst in the challenge. By far. And I thought Tessa was fine. Nothing spectacular. A safe performance for me because the bottom three clearly should have been uh, Lorelei, uh, Nikita, and Yvonne. Like, that was clearly my bottom three. Um, I crazy because I like Lorelai. Like I don't know, she reminds me of a lot of my students that I work with, where it's just the sassy, moody energy. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know why comparatively I really enjoyed it compared to everyone else. But you want to know who I really think who I really think won this challenge? Bobby Breakout. 
Okay, the way Barbie was just in the background during the, like, Gianni interviews, like, she had a beach ball one time. She had, like, a hula hoop one time. I was like, you gotta work, Barbie. Barbie's Estenama is Barbara. <laughs> yes. Um, as, as Eve put it earlier, we can move to our 6.7 seconds of Emmy moment. <laughs> um where Nikita is talking about uh, her youth and doing a lot of drugs and now not doing drugs and being a better member of society. Love that for her. Yes. I'd also just like to say, I think we kind of saw a switch in Nikita's attitude at the start of this episode just a little bit. I mean, after they, well, it was actually before she did a 180 and said the thing about um, Lele going home. But when she mentioned, um, when people were talking about her winning, she was like, oh, let's not forget Pandora as well. Yeah. She was like, oh, congratulations to Pandora as well. And it was, like, nice of her to give Pandora her flowers after the first episode where, um, when Pandora won the mini-challenge, she was kind of a sourpuss about it. Yeah. Instead of the negativity going towards... Pandora, now we've got negativity going towards Lorelai because everyone is we come into the workroom and everyone's like, Lorelai, you're so negative. <laughs> you should stop that. And she's like, She's oh. not goofy at all. She's so negative. She's so negative. And I'm like, it's okay. so weird because it's okay, now I'll put it this way. I look at this from two different perspectives. One of them is that um, this is a competition. These people are competing against each other. At the end of the day, unless it becomes another Trinity and Monet random situation, there will only be one winner. So there's also a secondary layer where these girls are now becoming sisters and becoming friends. And regardless, win, lose, a draw out of it, they still want to see the best for each other, and they want to see the best that they can make for this season. And so that has me in such a crossroads when this whole method, when this moment happens, because I understand their mindset of where they're coming from. They're coming from the sister route of like, hey, you're constantly beating yourself up, and you're honestly so ridiculously talented. We're all fans of you. Stop doing that. Like, like I'm going to be a very bad person. And say, I don't know if I would be able to separate the sister side from the competition side when certain things like that happen. Because I would kind of let her spiral. <laughs> I would absolutely let her spiral. I'm like, girl, if she in that corner, she thinks she's the worst thing since sliced bread, let her think that. Let her think that yeah. to the center, right in the bottom. I'll like, I'll give her a pep talk after the show. But I'm be like, I'm not, I'm, I won't, I won't, I'll put it this way. I won't act upon it or anything. I won't go up to her and be like, yeah, girl, you are kind of lame at da, da 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 You know what I mean? I just wouldn't say anything. I would just be like, I'm going to stay over here. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, this wig looks pretty. You know, like, I'm going to find something I'm going to stone my garment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to find something to do to keep myself occupied in my mind. So that way, it's not. Now, if it becomes something where she's threatening to, like, hurt herself or something like that or whatever, then I'd be like, okay, no, bro. This is, no, no, no. We're not doing that. You know what I mean? But, like, if it's inner demons, because Lord knows I've got mine. You know what I mean? I'm like... At the same time, too, my inner demons are sneaky. Don't come to me and think that you're trying to help me out because they might be telling me, no, they're actually trying to plot against you. You might make it worse. You know what I mean? So it's sort of those mm -hmm. things. Like, I kind of would have been like, dang, I hate you feel that way, girl. 
Sorry, girl. Dude. Dude, dude, dude. That's, I mean, honestly, that's kind of fair. Yeah, it's, that's it is fair. a competition, and we handle competitions differently. Sometimes people look above the competition and say, all the prizes and everything, I'm here to make friends, yada, yada, yada. And some people are like, look, I came here to win because I have a reason to win. I need whatever this money is, or I need this title, or whatever. I came here to win this. I don't care about being friends with you. We can be friends afterwards. And if you don't want to be my friend afterwards, I got plenty of friends already. Love I'll survive them. as I take this money and go on about my business. Because I'll, I'll be right up there when they ask me, make the finals. Eve, why should you be in the finals? And I will give the best answer that has already ever ever already been given on Drag Race. And that was by Ms. Yara Sophia when they asked her why should she make the finals. And she said, I'm so broke. <laughs> and how'd that work out for her? She got fourth. <laughs> well, Julie. But well, she had a nervous breakdown in the lip stars and lost twice. I know that was bad though. They set her up on all stars. Both times. <laughs> Both and times. honestly, that's one thing that sucks though, is the fact that with with her on that season, she honestly should have made top three. Love Alexis to death, but she honestly should have made top three. If she would have gave Agreed. up in that lipstick, she would have had That's why I was like, dang girl. But it is what it is. But yeah, no, I'm broke as hell. So if we if we competing for some money. <clears throat> not hard. That anyway, part. Germany. And we also Germany. got to meet uh, Yasa Yastakul, which um, oh, yes, 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 point yes, that out because yes, I like yes, that. Yes, um, the Come guest judge, the guest judge, in your walk. the guest judge, the same one as episode three. Come I don't know if anybody toast. noticed that. It was literally the same guest judge as episode three. I don't They've know why. They've not had a lot of guest judges. What's the, I've been that, what's the name of the gay dude from Mean Girls? Uh, oh, oh. Damien. Damien. It's Mean yeah. Girls Day when German we were recording. Damien. That's what it was. It was German Day. It is Mean Girls Day today. And it is yeah. Mean Girls Day today. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. Not trying to be rude or all anything, annual Aaron Samuels, but you should get a calendar because what you said right now is really boring. The only the only <laughs> reason I knew that he had been the guest judge on then was because he mentioned something about seeing something a couple of episodes ago and the editors did him so dirty and I cannot wait to talk about it when we talk about Pandora. I will say, um, his jumpsuit, I want it. Oh, me too. Ooh, that that chocolate brown. I wanted that and I'm that's the phase that I'm in with my colors right now for fall. I was like, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you, German, uh, German Damien. Give me that jumpsuit. (laughs) Category is Rave Parade. Ooh, Rave Parade. All right. First up, Let's Concise today. Question. It's something that I've been noticing with uh, her runway looks. And I was like, is it in the makeup or something? But is anyone getting like slight Anubis vibes from her in the face? Hmm. I can kind of see that. In the face, sure. I, I think she's I've prettier than Anubis. Huh? I think she's prettier than Anubis. 
I mean, I think it is kind of hot. But oh. but on the garment, Eve, what do you think about the garment? I think the garment is cute. I like the stars. I love the wig. I love the hair. The hair hat. The hair hat is hair hatting. Um, I kind of wish that the jacket was a little bit more incorporated with the look. Because uh, I liked the pop of the color with it, but halfway down the runway, she threw it off and had like these long sleeves and everything, which I thought was a little bit more, I don't know. I felt like almost like you didn't need the jacket if like the kind of thing that you were going to like show with the the raver part about it was like the long sleeves and stuff. So I don't know. I feel like maybe I wish that the jacket was somehow done. Maybe that print was just used somehow else in the outfit in a more integral way, maybe as like a belt or or as a purse or something like that, that she could have kept on and kept the sleeves and we could have had both at the same time, as opposed to like just having the coat for like the first half and then having the sleeves for the other half. Because um, I like the pop of the pinks off of that. It's like a really soft like mint color. Those cute. It was more gray, I think. Is that gray? Like yeah. a gray, grayish, greenish gray, yeah. And I thought the pants were na- I thought the pants were nasty too. I liked it a lot. I love for the I love the fact that she had I'm pretty sure like platform heels on under that, but it's still lengthwise hit the ground. I thought that was I thought that was badass. But yeah, I I I I've always thought Metamorkin has had some really clean looks on the runway. This one's no different. Yeah. I didn't love the color palette, but I love the style and I love the silhouette. I love the nails. I love the really long sleeves. I don't think she necessarily needed the jacket for the theme. Maybe that's just me. I love the color of the hair, but I wish the outfit was a different color. Um, so I think this is probably one of the most confusing runway categories for me. I've never been to a rave, so a lot of these I'm like, wait, these are rave looks? Because this is not what I would expect to see at a rave. As far as this goes, I I like this. This is probably one of my favorites of the night. Um, I thought it looked like a really good design challenge look, uh, personally. Like, I'm a little surprised she brought this. Um, I did not mind the coat uh, because it kind of gave us the long sleeves as a surprise. And that was my favorite part of it. So I liked just kind of having that as, a oh, look at those sleeves. Those are cool. Um, But her face looks great. I really like the wig. Overall, I thought she she was successful here. Um, for me, I expected this from Metamarket. I think this is the kind of look that Metamarket will, will will give us because that I feel like even with what we saw, what we've seen from her, she's always very clean about with the theme or whatever. She's she doesn't. I won't say she misses. I don't think she don't miss, but she kind of just she just gets right there every time, like right at the. She she understands the assignment every single time and she gives us the assignment every single time. Um, I love this hair. I think this is I, I, I I'm guessing club kid rave looks are the same or about trying almost the same or in the same on the same sphere can, of it all. They're, I can they're jump on similar in planets. I can jump in here with a little bit of queer history. So the club kid scene kind of diverged from the rave scene. It just became a more queer centric rave scene, essentially. Okay, so it came from the ballroom scene. Yeah, right. Which, which I'm like, it all seems to be on the same like. It's like underground party, right? Lights, colors, fabrics, that kind of right music. It's 
very sensory, very sensory. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a party. And so, that's one reason I think too, why when it comes to like club kids and ballroom and, and rave, like pop colors and, you know, and like big graphic things like the big X earrings she has and stuff like that are also big like staples in those communities too. Cause they're very sensory. They're very like, you see them right from like, you can see people in club kid clothes from like a mile away kind of a thing. You know what I mean? And rave clothes and stuff. And raving was like really big in like rave, raving for like, rave culture for the black community was extremely popular during like the late 90s early 2000s when we had like a lot of How girl hard. groups like mm-hmm. beyond like just me child and like you know what i mean uh spice girls and like all of those all of those eras of girls where we're like we're all wearing the kind of matching outfits you know what i mean and like we all have like the fun hair and you know what i mean and we're all doing the different silhouettes and like that kind of thing very y2k uh fashion mm. So it, I think it hit the theme. I liked it. I thought it was good. Really, the only issue that I had particularly with it was actually the color palette. As a look with this color palette, I really, really enjoy it. For this category, I was a little confused by the color palette. I love the double ponytail. The pants are everything to me. Um, so overall, I'm kind of like, I'm all over the place with Meta with this look. But scores. Uh I'm gonna give Metamore Kid an 86. Mm, deep sake. Half English, 70. 70. Um, I gave her an 80. I'm gonna give her an 85. I'm gonna give her an 80. Damn, I'm the hater. Wow. And also, shout out to the Drag Zone for these uh, photos, because I definitely didn't make this myself this week. I was going to be very impressed. I found them, and I said, let's make my life easier today. So thank you, Drag Zone. Shout out to the Drag Zone. Pandora Knox. Pandora gave me the... If Lily Cocoon was a Karen going to the mall, Pandora gave me a Karen going to the beach. And a weird Lisa Frank print two-piece. I wasn't the craziest about it. I'd say it's rave because of the colors, but I feel like you could easily do that kind of tie-dye rainbow with anything and it'll automatically be rave. But I do get where they were saying how it felt like it was alongside of the same silhouette of something they've seen in her before. And not even referencing the one that they showed, which I didn't fully think was. I thought they were more referencing her first outfit. Uh, her first outfit was the one that was more like bra, panty chap kind of situation, leg chap kind of situation. I thought that was what they were referencing to more, the, more so than the male cosplay she was doing. I was like, how the hell are they the same? But, um, yeah, I did. I did get what I was seeing. This was just looking a hair, like a step back from stuff we've already seen from Pandora. It's so hard when your fave flops for the first time. Um, see, the color palette is great, and I love the tiger print pattern. I just don't think it all being fluffy made sense, and also cut, the cut of it didn't work out well because we can just see these granny auntie panties she's got on. And then she had rather cheap earrings. And then I think what killed this was the wig. Because I think she needed 
big long hair for this to be like funny or like to be up in some kind of ponytail or like she could have had like those cyber ponies that used to be really popular in sort of like the rave or like the cyberpunk scene yeah i'm just let down because i think like this would this is a category where i think pandora really could have succeeded because it's within her color palette and within her universe i just think she let us down a little bit with this um i wouldn't say she let me down um i think this was probably my second favorite look of the night um it's probably one of the few that i actually kind of got rave from um but yeah it immediately gave me like tigger meets lisa frank um which i thought was like a fun combination um and i liked her delivery of it down the runway i didn't mind the wig um what i did like and i alluded to this earlier was when the guest judge was like it's basically the same thing i saw two episodes ago but with a different fabric and then they cut to her drag king look and i'm like oh these editors want us to think this guest judge is an idiot because those two looks are nothing alike at all i think they were really shading that that guest judge with that moment but yeah i overall i like this i thought this was pretty good i mean it wasn't my favorite look of the night i don't hate it i just don't love it yeah i'm i'm, I'm i love pandora i just feel like it was just i that's the best i can say i i really because everybody said everything it's just i I think for me, the garment itself is actually pretty good. Um, I like I like this fabric that it's made out of. And I think all of that looks good. What Where it loses me is the accessorization because it feels like a little understated. I don't like this wig in this color with this outfit because there's no other neon green in the outfit itself to match with this neon green wig. And it kind of just like throws everything off for me. I didn't like the sunglasses. The earrings are fine, but like, it was just a little off for Pandora this evening. So, yeah. scores. Um, Pandora, unfortunately, is giving me that weird old 45-year-old lady at the beach on spring break. We don't know where her family is or who she came with, but she is already drunk and she is feeling on the 20-year-olds. So I'm going to have to give this one a 45. Oh, it's fully mishcrank. Um, it's going to be a 40 for me, beloved. Um, I gave it an 82. I feel very attacked in that moment that Eve said 45-year-old woman at the beach. Just want to say. <laughs> I feel very attacked in that moment. Just, ah. um, I'll give it a 60. I am also going to give it a 60. Why? You're not a 45-year-old woman, Logan. Because <laughs> I can. <laughs> Victoria. Um, they were stupid. <sighs> I don't mean Victoria. I mean the judges. Mm. They were the dumbest things since sliced bread to sit up and try to say this was not a rave look. They were flat-out stupid. This gave me Ray. This gave me Billie Eilish. 
This gave me like scene kid. This gave me like she's got like a whole bunch of like her whole wardrobe at home it has safety pins in it. She gave me like like that type of person that would go to a rave, like a three hundred and fifty percent. That's why when they sat up there and they deemed her, when they when they were happy for her and how she did during the challenge, I was like, oh, she's gonna win this because her runway was perfect. And then when they said, but said the runway was completely not right, I was like. Wait a minute, what? It made no sense to me whatsoever. I loved it. This was like, like one of my favorite things that I've seen Victoria win, wear this season. So for me, for me, I think it's more of a punk look than a rave look. And I just want to jump in and say, I want to like this look more, but the designer who made this outfit is very popular in the UK with the UK girlies. And every town, you, every major city with a drag scene you go to, there is at least one punk or alternative drag queen who has this outfit in a different colour. Which is why, and I know Victoria probably didn't account for that, but for me personally, it just kind of kills it for me. I mean, I still think she looks great. And I saw, I saw her in a club, I'd be like, bitch, you look fierce down. But yeah, I think looking at the look aesthetic, I still think she looks really fucking cool. My only thing is I wish the boots weren't pink. I wish they were like purple or green. But other than that, I think I'm being really picky. And I think she, I still think she looks really fucking cool. Is that okay? Um, well, I'm going to agree with Eve here. Um, this, this one is my favorite of the night. Um, I really thought she looked very fresh. Um, I really like the neon green and pink together. I think that's a good combination for her. Uh, the wig is, is really nice too. Um, I think this is just a different look for her too. So I really appreciated that. Um, yeah, I, I was so confused when the judges were coming for it. I, it was for me, she was my winner, like based on the challenge and the runway, like, yeah, she should have got the win. Uh, that's just my thought. So I am very much in love with this look. I thought this was a really good look for me. I was very happy for Victoria because I expected, I was full blown waiting on her to come out in some little bra and panty type outfit and give us rave colorful bra and panty outfit. And I was like, she gonna come out of here naked again and give us just the same thing Victoria always gives, but in different colors so it can make it rave. But she didn't. And I was very happy about that. She looks, I thought this was a good rave look for me. I mean, me personally. And then the way they, I didn't like when Diane Brill was like, Don't, no more Britney, no more Gwen Stefani. I was like, uh, first of all, what? What are you talking about? Second of all, even if she was being Gwen Stefani, and that, that back when Gwen Stefani was doing punk and rave and thing looks, it would still match. So what are you talking about? I didn't like that. I didn't think that was necessary. I think they just looking for reasons to to downplay her abilities. But I think this week she actually did really, really well. And I was very pleased with this. I, I really like this for Victoria. Um, I like this on Victoria. I think I might side a little bit more on the side of Eris. I think it's a little bit more punk than it is rave. But in this case, I don't 
necessarily think it's a bad thing and i do still get rave from the garment itself um i like it i think it's colorful it's like you said lana it's very different for victoria and i liked that um yeah i thought it was i thought it was it was good scores uh i'm gonna give victoria a 95. i'm gonna give this a 75. I gave it an 84. I'll give it an 86. I'm going to give it a 77. Um, they hate you, child. I'm kidding. Kelly that. Hilton. Speaking of hate, this was a chop. Chop <sighs> down to the ground, girl. And it, I hate it because they kind of drug you a little bit, sister. And it made me wonder what's going to happen with you with this season because you started out strong. But they've been like, your runways have been weak. And then when you came out, you were like, I think I look cute. I think I look cute. I'm like, I get that. But at the same time, this is very much a little baby doll slip, Victoria's Secret, $19.99 something. And a pack of colored pom-pom balls that you got from Michaels that you just glued onto this dress. There are probably 20 to 23 of them on the coat. And most of them are on the boots. It looks very like very mall wear, but not in a good way. I guess that's the way I'll put it. Like, it's, I, I guess if you were trying to go for a mall wear raver, I get that, but it was just very, it felt like it was missing the drag. I felt like, I, I guess for me, I think the pom-poms were supposed to be like the drag element out of the entire look. And I felt like I needed more than just that or just the amount of them that we got to really push it. I love the hair the most. I think the hair is the best part, the best part of the entire look. And honestly, maybe if they were bigger jumbo pom-pom balls that she had all on there or something like that, maybe that would have elevated it more up to the point where we'd be like, ooh, okay, but it just looked very, very, um, like you did this 20 minutes before you went on the runway with a hot glue gun kind of a situation. A wise woman once said, "How many My Little Pony ball, How many My Little Pony dolls did it take to make this stupid wig?" And that's very much what this is giving. I am going to be honest. I fell asleep right after I watched the episode, um, and upon waking up, I did not remember Kelly's outfit, and I've just been reminded of it now. And only now am I processing what this actually is. If, who was it we said looked like the grandma, the, the 40 year old at the beach? Pandora. Pandora. If Pandora, if Pandora was the 40 year old at the beach, then Kelly was her 60 year old friend that mm. she brought with her to the rave afterwards. I am sorry. This, I, Kelly, if you're watching this, Ishliba dish, other, what can you say about this outfit? It's, I'm just going to have to end on, it's a boo, I'm sorry. Um. Well, I don't think I hate it as much as you two, but I certainly don't like you it. You should. <laughs> um, if I got a good design challenge look from Metamorket, I kind of got like a weaker 
Um, design challenge looks bad. Like this. The word is the word is bad. bad. <laughs> I can't go that far because there are things that I find interesting about it, but I I almost get more like pajama party than rave from this. I don't know. Yeah. Because <clears throat> um, that uh, that underslip part looks like a nighty. It does. It does. Um, and if that was the theme, I think maybe it would be better. But um, I guess my biggest issue was that she really didn't have a good silhouette in this. It's another like straight up and down um, kind of shape on her. And I want to see some curves, girl. Give me curves. I've been begging for curves from you, Kelly. I know you can do it. Um, but I, I actually like the little balls she had everywhere. Like I thought that kind of theming to it was interesting. It gave it a point of view. So I appreciated that part. Um, yeah, it, this wasn't my favorite. This wasn't the best. It was, I think this was one of her weakest moments on the runway for me. Um, everybody apparently seems to have some every now and again. This was hers for me because I feel like, I don't think this is, this ain't her scene. This, this ain't her scene. She's not a raving, you know, I don't think she was raving back in the day either. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that's what she was and that's who she is and, or what she think. Cause like her, even her explanation was like, it was nineties rave. And I'm like, even then it was a little bit more impactful. It was a little bit more, you know, like you could definitely tell the rave kids and the punk kids and the rock kids and the alt kids in the 90s because and the emo kids because it was just it was very expressive i felt like this was a very mute point of rave it was like i don't really know what it is but i know it got some colors in it and i know i don't have to wear a lot of clothes i just put on this little slip dress grab me a little coat put on this ring these colorful hair and call it rave and it's like eh, nah it, it, I think it was just a muted, very diluted version of a, of what she thought was a rave look. I don't even know if she fully understood what they meant by rave look or what that was supposed to entail. She just gave us a colorful wig, and that, the wig is probably the only part of this look I like, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately, she's not going to get a rave review from me. <laughs> I, stole I stole that from David. I stole that from David. It's um, okay. I, I'd like to focus on the positives. I think her face and her makeup look beautiful. Yep. Scores. Um, Kelly, I love you. Um, but it looks like your outfit has Muppet herpes and I'm sorry. So I'm going to have to give you a 45. It has been so long since I've done this. I didn't think I'd have to do this anytime soon. Not in Germany and not to Mother Kelly Hilton. I'm pleading the tomorrow fifth. Well, Kelly, I'm going to bring your average back up a bit. I'm giving this a 16. Not You're much. A strange person, David. I am going to give it a... I'm a match, David, 60. I am also going to plead. Yeah, bring it back down. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Kelly dearly, but I have to plead. 
I mean, we don't really have to, but you're choosing. That's fine. Yvonne Nightstand. Yvonne Nightstand. The third. Um, this was cute, girl. I liked this. I really did. I liked. I will say one thing that I have been a little bit uh, like thrown off about, and I've been noticing on some of the international seasons. But whenever the girls want to come out and be like. Oh, I'm at a party. I'm on drugs. Or I'm drunk or I'm high. They're doing the same runway stumbling all down the runway kind of presentation. I'd be like, Chad, now if you do all that running around and crying with that suck in your mouth and you fall and jump the back of your throat, I don't want to hear it. Ooh. Shit. <laughs> uh, I was like, calm down. You're doing too much. But I like the look. I love the hair. I, I The hair for me is... I've made this reference before at another queen on another franchise. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to drag her no more. But um, she came out sometimes wearing hair that was like this color yellow or like that very um, like neon Halloween-y sort of green. And I always said that I feel like that my issue with some of those wigs is if they're not done in a style, they come off looking really cheap and really synthetic. And like this one style looks really, really nice. Um, it almost giving me like Polly Pocket vibes, and I think it's just because of that color yellow, that po that Polly Pocket yellow is what it's making me think of. But I really loved the eye makeup. I loved the almost like graphic novel, boom, pow kind of, you know what I mean, action kind of like look that we got like with the makeup on two different eyes with the purple and the the yellow, and then just the look all together just looked like a fun party look. And I felt like that it would give, I felt like that it would give, like if the if the rest of the outfit didn't have the makeup and the hair with it, I wouldn't necessarily say that it was rave, but I feel like the hair and the makeup push it to rave. But it still gives a good party look overall for me. So I like the silhouette of the outfit. I kind of wish the outfit itself was a little bit brighter. So I wish the skirt was like a neon pink. I wish the jacket was like a neon blue or like a brighter blue. What I will say is what she got right is the details, like this necklace. I don't know if this is the done thing in raves in Europe, but I know that like the rave culture sort of in, um, specifically in the US, a lot of them have these like bracelets or necklaces and they will actually trade them with each other with pe new people they meet at the raves. So I think that was like a really cute and really well thought detail. I agree with Eve. This hair is fucking sickening. The mug is stamped. Overall, this was really good from Yvonne and it really did fit the theme really well. Yeah, I thought Yvonne's look was probably the most chaotic of the night. And that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Like, there's a lot to like about this, um, especially the top half. Like, it's, it's almost like the more you go up, the more I like it. And the more you go down, at least to the waist, I really don't like the skirt part. Um, I do like the boots, but, um, yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. It was, it was kind of in the middle for me of the night. I agree with David. I think it's a lot. It's all over the place. It's so much happening. I don't know where to put my eye and I'm like, oh, oh okay. But it's, oh, but it worked overall. I was like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her performance of it. I enjoyed I think she looked okay. I wish the colors were a little bit more standoutish. Like, if you go have this bright yellow hair, I would like the whole outfit to have more color, more pop to it. But it's still okay. 
So this was my favorite look of the night. Um, because I I was envisioning all of these characters at a rave, at least what we know to be like raves and rave culture in the States. And for me, Yvonne was just giving that one girl who's just on all of all of the things. And she's just stumbling around going, where are my friends? The whole time. Like that, that's what it was giving for me, just with how chaotic the whole outfit is. And I like that chaotic in this case. I really liked it. Her makeup too. Ooh, this girl is a makeup girl. And I, her makeup every week has just been so good. And I loved this. So, of course. Yvonne, nice dance. I'm going to give you a sinate. Hey. I'm on a 70. 75. 93. No. Nikita Vegas. Um. I'll start with the things that I liked. Here are the things I didn't like. Um, this jumpsuit, I'm kind of not happy for, really. It's kind of, I don't know, it's giving me mom going to the shopping mall. It like 90s jogging suit is what it's giving me. Um, I'm not the happiest about it. The glasses are cute and they give me rave, but they also give me like, I got them from some Santiago swap meet. Like they're just, you know what I mean? Like, those little fa fuzzy fashiony glasses you can get from the like beauty supply store or whatever for like six ninety nine. It was those. Uh, the hair for me, I thought was actually kind of cute. I hate the fact that that girl was sitting back there making the freaking sign before she went out on the runway. She's sitting up there doing her makeup and just writing with a regular old sharpie. Let me just drop this sign and she comes out with this two pieces of cardboard construction paper stapled to each other with this little stick. Like oh, I got a sign now. It was like. The equivalent of them making fun of Serena Chacha when she came out with that Liberty flag. I was like, girl, you came out with that Liberty sign? Like, di -di 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 -di. no. Um, I was like, you need to have a billboard or something. I don't know. Um, and then, congratulations on finding shoes from Dolls Kill That Fit. Other than that, I wasn't the crazy about craziest about this look. Bottom three, warranted. I kind of liked it. Um, I think her mug was really good here. I will, I will say this. I think this is the most developed outfit she has brought so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the hair was really good. I actually didn't mind the tracksuit. I think it was really rave. And I think I like the cohesiveness. She, yeah. And um, hopefully the shoes that from Dolls Kill because fuck Dolls Kill. But um, this was completely fine. I didn't mind at all. I actually liked it. Um, I think I'm kind of in between you two. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. I thought it was okay. Um, I like the colors together, like the pinks and the blues, although it is something we've seen a lot. Um, but the jumpsuit itself, not crazy about. I did like the wig. Um, although I'm a little confused because is she wearing a blonde wig 
underneath all of the colors? Is that even a wig or is that like a headpiece? I think it's a headpiece made out of hair. Yeah, I oh, think it's like a okay. headpiece. Yeah. Because I see that blonde kind of sticking out on the side there. But um, yeah, it was okay. I was bored. I was very bored with this look. I was like, it's a tracksuit. She tied some stuff around her legs and uh, I I think she was so focused on the message she didn't put any effort into the actual get up of the outfit. Like I wanted more and she it just I was waiting for more. I thought it was going to be like maybe she was going to take this the jacket off or something. It was going to be. I thought it was something else, and I got nothing else. So I was kind of bored with this look. I actually kind of like it. I like the tracksuit all put together. I like the little like bands on the leg. The boots are fine. The the this hair hat wig headpiece is really the star for me of this, and I really enjoy that. That really gave me rave. Um, it gave me those like big pieces that you do see from time to time. I really liked it. I thought her makeup here is maybe the best we've seen her makeup this season. <laughs> um, it was a little bit more toned down and it was a little bit more like, uh, it was a little bit more snacked out. And I thought it, yeah, and a little bit more blended too. I thought she just looked stunning. So not my favorite, but definitely like for me, not a bad look. Scores. Makeup is cute. The rest, you tried it. Um, I'm gonna give you a 45. A sensible 69. Nice. Nice. Um, 62. I'm down there with Eve, 45. I'm gonna give it a sensible 74. Um, I hate the boots. That's about it. Everything else is cute. For some reason, I just don't like the boots with the look. But I thought everything else is really cute. So for me, for Mish, um, I didn't get rave. What I did get was a very nice dance costume that she probably paid a lot to either get made for her or she put a lot of effort into making itself. I have a, does, do we know if Tessa sews? I don't remember. Yes, Tessa does yes. sew, doesn't she? I have a feeling like so Tessa made this herself. The one time she was in the top this season was a design challenge, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have a feeling she sewed this just because there's some little, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like the hem on this part is a little bit bumpy, which is not, a, I'm not like going to nitpick about that if she's self-sewed. Uh, it's just one like piece of evidence that I have to suggest she self-sewed this. This fucking wig is the my favorite hat that, that I almost called her Natasha then. Where the hell did I get that? Girl, I'm so tired. <laughs> It's the one, it's like this hair, this hair is like my favorite hat that um, Tessa has worn all season. I almost just called her Elsie then. What is going on? Tessa. Tessa. I don't know, but figure out this baby name. You can be do 18 names, child. <laughs> Papa Espresso I, being something. Wake up, baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, Angelica, I love, Angelica, this I love like... your hair, whatever your name is today. <laughs> So yeah, Susan's mug looks really good here. <laughs> and also, like, I love the yeah, I love the color theme. I I don't necessarily get rave, but you know what? She looks like a cunty alien warrior princess, so I don't really care. Very planet her. Very that. Yeah, Tessa was the fourth one out on the runway, and it was by then that I was like, I don't know what this theme is. I don't know what people wear to raves, because I didn't get what I thought a rave to be from this. Uh, can you do me a favor? Can For just a second, go back to Nikita, and now go back to Tessa. It's kind of giving me like an extreme Pokemon evolution going from one to the other, because they both have the pink and the blue. Um, would it be Tessa to Nikita? No. No, oh, it would okay. be Nikita's the basic thing, and she evolves to oh. the much better yep. look yep. that Tessa is. Yeah, pretty right. Um, yeah, we right. Yeah. Accurate. Nikita, um, but it, like if 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 Nikita is Gatomon, then Tessa is Angelomon. <laughs> okay. Look I up. don't know. I made a Pokemon reference, but I don't know Pokemon. And, so I'm and he's trust made a Digimon that. reference. That was so Digimon. It's all good. Sorry. It's all good. <laughs> David, you just continue on with what you're saying, darling. I Shall love, I love the effort. That's a good measure. I yeah. love the effort. <laughs> but um, as far as Rave look goes, I don't know, but I like what I see, especially the wig. Um, so if they were going to use her runway as an excuse to put her in the bottom, too, doesn't make sense. I like the look. I thought it was a good look. I thought it was perfectly fine. I love her hair. I think she performed it well. I liked it. I liked it. It didn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't overtly rave, but for me, it gave like the girl who got invited to the rave by her friends last minute. She didn't really have anything to wear so she grabbed this bodysuit and covered her titties but she had all of this color coordinating stuff and so she just said i'm gonna put all these pieces together they may not go together but the color story is there so i'm fine with it and honestly in this case i'm fine with it um this hair hat wig i agree Eris, this is the best hair hat wig I've seen Tessa in all season but Tessa has come through with the hair hat wigs this season so that is not she she's been slaying the hair hat wig game. Um yeah, hey. this was this was not even close to my least favorite. This would probably be my my second, I think, honestly. Probably my second favorite. Yeah. Scores. Yeah. Um uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Miss Tessa Testicle. Um, this was real cute, girl. You were very much giving me like Xenon the sequel, but make her a hoe. And so I was like, I was living for it. Um, I'm going to give it an 85. I feel like if the film wasn't Rave Parade, I probably could have given this a full cut. But I think for the film Rave Parade, I'm going to give this a sensible 74. It's a big drop. Um, I gave it an 81. I'm going to give it an 80. I'm going to give it a 90. Yeah. And last up, Lorelai Rivers. Chop. Oh, my God. 
Jesus God, this was. I think the one thing that annoyed me the most about the presentation, because I feel like I love the hair, I love the makeup. Um, it was two things. One, that girl, I, did she have to pee? Was there somewhere that she needed to be uh, or something after her runway? Because she was on the runway for a whole 3.5 seconds. The girl like ran down the one end, turn, turn, ran down the one end, turn, turn, ran down the one end, turn, turn, and then came back around. Didn't turn back around. We're like, and then left. And I was like, is this one like double speed or is she just moving really fast? I didn't understand why she just didn't take her time on the runway for some reason at all. And then also at the same time, <clears throat> I don't know if it's the material on the outfit or what, but the middle part of that pink part of the uh, middle of the outfit made her look so wide. I have no idea why. It made her look very bulky there. It didn't really create the illusion of cinching her in any at all. It, I feel like it made her look heavier for some reason. And I was like, I'm not crazy with all of this. Like, it was cute, but it was one of those outfits that seemed like it didn't, it wasn't fully made for her. It seems like she might have borrowed it from somebody. But I loved her hair and what she did with her hair. I loved her makeup. It was very much just the neck up for me. Um... I so this silhouette for me is the most like rave silhouette I can think of so it's like the leg warmers the like fingerless gloves and then some kind of dress or like play suit cow print I can understand for a rave although it wouldn't be my first choice like I think if you think back to like Pandora's look if Pandora had done her look in this silhouette I think Pandora would have come out with a much better result uh, I will agree that the hair and makeup are seconding. I love spray painting into wigs. The one thing I don't really get is the spiked collar. So, like, a lot of girls at the race will wear chokers, but I don't think this choker goes with this look. But overall, I'm not mad at it. I think this is cute. Um. Well, I'm going to agree more with Eve here. <laughs> um, for me... I, I thought this was going to be a very hot take, but this was my least favorite of the night. David! Um, yeah, I'm just kind of over the cow print stuff. Like, can we be done with that? Can we be done with that? Please move on from that. Um, <laughs> don't groan. Thank you. I want to move on from that comment. <laughs> okay, we can. <laughs> But yes, like Eve was saying, like the face, the hair, everything's great up there. But that's like such a small portion of this. I actually just noticed the tag in the hair, which is kind of cute. Um, but yeah, as far as like it's giving me Halloween in Wisconsin. I don't no, I'm no, I'm not I'm not into this. Well dude. she should have been in the bottom. I the winner. I agree with you. I I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm over the cow print thing. We've seen it, and I yeah, I didn't watch that much Drag Race, but I've seen cow Great. print like five times already in the little this that year. I've watched. Just this year. So I'm tired. Uh, so, yeah, we could do better. We should do better. Um, yeah. I, we should move better. I lo- we should move, do better. We should move on from cow print. Yes, exactly. 
Wig, I like. Makeup, I like. I just don't want any more cow print. Oh. Oh. Um, I think chin up, she looks gorgeous. I actually think the garment is not all that bad. I don't dislike the garment particularly. Um, however, comma, for this category, I don't get it. Why are we when she needs to move on from this concept and not do it anymore. Mm -hmm. So, scores. Um, it's Lorelai Rivers, aka Miss Maddie Mufasis. <laughs> no. Um, I'm gonna give you a 55. Yeah, it's not utterly terrible. <laughs> I'm going to quote um, one of my favorite animal-themed TV shows and give this a 64, 64, 64, Zoo Lane. From the darkness. I remember that show. <laughs> yeah, I don't have too much beef with this outfit. I'm going to give it a 49. You're taking the cheese with these jokes now. Oh, my God. Y'all are killing me. I'm giving it a 50. Ooh, bitch, she's a cow. Mm -hmm. And for that reason alone, I I think the garment is well constructed. I'm going to give it a 60. I do think she's been a bit moody lately. Oh, Jesus. She has. Anyway, we have some you wonderful all. results that have nothing to do. I know. Thank you all for steering this conversation to hell. <laughs> right. Jesus. <laughs> and then we're left with a really, really screwed up, like result panel results thing. Well, yeah. I want to I want to touch briefly on the fact that they go into the untucked, and Meta is straight up just like Lorelai. You need to stop thinking that you're the worst person in the room because you're not. Even though she was this week, even what? though she was, and she's like, "Okay, cool. I will take that on board. Thank you so much for letting me know." And I was like, "Okay, this is the most uneventful thing ever." Meanwhile, Pandora's sitting there just itching. She's bouncing in her seat because she is ready to lip-sync. And I'm like, girl, I have never seen, I've never seen a queen more excited to be in the bottom. Put me in, coach. Put me in. I'm ready. It was quite frankly terrifying. And I have been in the... I've been in those drag competitions where it is you watch someone who is like an okay performer and then the person lip syncing against them is America's next top ninja warrior drag queen, acrobat, choreographer, DJ. Like, it's like I've seen those lip sync battles where it's just one person who you know can do a good cha cha slide next to the person you know who's going to do a triple axel double. Banana split onto the Puswatcher down onto the substage of Ida Chobar. And Pandora's that girl. She is that like, girl. I, I felt so. Like, I don't want to say I felt bad for Tessa because Tessa's got fucking danceability in her. But I knew they've. They Tessa said it in her own words. They picked a hit woman to take out a hit woman. Very Let's that, talk about the top that. and the winner before we talk more about the bottom, though, because we do have a top three of this challenge. And for some reason, it's Lorelai. Victoria was justified for me personally and Metamorkid. 
with the winner for some damn reason being Lorelai Rivers, which now, now it's giving me she's blowing a producer. I'm kidding. Oh, um, but yeah, I don't know. She could be Willem did she once, could be. but she didn't win off of it, so I don't know. No. Um, and then we had Tessa, Nikita, and Pandora in the bottom three. Can Makes I, no sense. Can I do my obligatory hate on Nikita moment? Sure. <laughs> yes. No. Nikita was so giddy that Pandora got negative <laughs> critiques yes. this week. And I'm like, <laughs> Nikita, can you please get over it? Whatever your your issue is. I almost said beef, but I don't want to give yeah. me flashbacks to Lorelai's look. But whatever issue she has with Pandora, she needs to get over it. You're not in her league, girl. Go home soon. Right? It's very that. It's very, she's giving off a real threatened energy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she doesn't seem like the kind of person that you want to, like, have to go up right. against if you have to. Like, why are you not trying to become an ally with this girl? Why are y'all not trying to take over? Like, you're not thinking clearly about this. You're really thinking, I'm finna just steamroll her. And that's not gonna happen. Nope. I'm not gonna say anything. It's okay, I said it for I'm you. I'm thinking it. <laughs> I said it for you. I, you did. You did. Yeah. Have mine. Have mine. Yep. And our bottom two, Pandora and Tessa. Now, Eris, would you like to say the name of this lip sync song for us and talk <coughs> ever so briefly about Helena Fisher? So the lip sync song this week was Atemlos Dushdinak by Queen of Schlager Music, Helena Fisher. It was kind of the German answer to Claire from Steps. A gay icon, beloved queen. And um, I was very glad this was a song because this was one of the first songs in German I started listening to when I was learning the language. Feeling uh, dark. B- before we talk about... Oh, sorry. Before we talk about the lip sync itself, I just want to say my feeling about this episode is that like, the judging was like, we're not going to judge anything we saw. We are not featuring Tessa this season. So it doesn't matter what you did this episode, Tessa. It's your time to go. Who's somebody we know can send you home? Oh, it's Pandora. You two are in the bottom, too. It doesn't matter how you did this episode. That's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, it should have been Lorelai sitting there right next to Tessa. They were partners in the challenge. It should have been partners in this lip sync. In the words of British singer Amy Winehouse, what kind of is this? What kind of effery is this? Exactly. But I will say, this lip sync was good. It was a good one. It had to be. It had to be. Because what you did was you set it up for it to be good because you couldn't take down Tessa with just anybody because she would kill most of them she people would. up on there. Yeah. And she Dope. was slaying, 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 and everybody who went against her, either we did a, they either stayed, or, no, everybody she went, they left. So you couldn't well, Victoria do stayed, yeah. Well, I'm about to say, even a yeah. double Shantae, but they w- couldn't do that. I forgot about that double Shantae. Just that was, you remember that? That, was that very line. first season. Very first episode, huh? Yeah, I forgot about that. But, mm-hmm. like, they should have saved that for this one because they should have sent Victoria home first time. But anyway, oh. that that's not mean. I'm just gonna keep it real. Oh, um, I was. Hold on, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish and I'll be done. They need. They set this up 
for it to be good because they knew they had to put the best against the best because Tessa was murdering everybody. And only person they felt could do it was Pandora. Did mm-hmm. I don't think Tessa or Pandora possibly should have been at bottom anyway because I think it was people way worse but they knew what they were trying to do. I agree with David. They have they have their own set of order of hit lists. They got their boot order ready. And they, it really didn't matter. These challenges don't matter. This I think this is the this is the season for me where it's for so evident that the challenges or the runway does not matter. Mm-hmm. Even in some seasons where we're like, oh, maybe this week it didn't matter, or maybe this episode it didn't matter. This whole season season the stuff don't matter they got their order and they stick into it and they just gonna make it happen any way they can and yep. they just send the folks out the door the way they want them to send them out the door and it, even thing. even at the very beginning of the episode we didn't talk about it but yvonne when they were around the table yvonne's like i feel like drag race germany takes into consideration runway way more than any other franchise does um and they do like giving people the wins because of runways multiple times a season. And I don't, but even, even now it's like, I didn't think they had the worst runways either. So I don't know. It's, it's if so you're going to run it. Drag race Thailand rules establish that from the very beginning of the season, right. because that's what you're doing. Like, Aaron, but regardless, this lip sync was great. Eric, she was saying something. You had something. Oh, sorry. I had, really really high expectations for the lip sync for this song i think was both people did really well i think it was performed like in kind of a strange way i don't know how to explain it so the lyrics of the song i mean the main chorus basically means about being like breathless at night like being breathtaking essentially and i didn't understand why pandora went into back bends i think it was very much one of those situations where it's like i'm lip syncing for my life i'm pulling out every stunt i have but still, it was a really good lip sync. And yeah, it, it is... Go ahead, Eve. Oh, no, go ahead, go on. Yeah, it was something I was looking forward to for a really long time, and I'm very excited we got to see it. Yeah, I'm like, it, it, it was it was a strong lip sync at the beginning, but it sucked because it did seem like towards the end, it seemed like Tessa was just trying to keep up kind of a situation. Like it was her messiest lip sync, I thought. Yeah, it was like almost every other kind of like mini stunt that Pandora was pulling off. Tessa was like, Well, I can do it too. And I was kind of like, Oh, now it's now you're not paying attention to you're paying more attention to her than you are to like, you know, I mean, the judges and performing and stuff. And so I was like, That's throwing things at her. Yeah, I was like, Oh, girl, it's very much one of those, it's one of those things where like it's sometimes what happened in ballroom when the girls will be like running, walking up against each other when it comes to runway or something like that, or doing dips and, and like, or battling or something. It's like, sometimes they will do the cunty stuff where they're like, oh, I'm gonna throw something at you or or or, or I'm gonna make a face at you or something, but then we always- I'm gonna grab your most... cape and yank you back. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. But then we do also live for the moments where someone is doing all of those things and the other person just looks completely unbothered. Like, I don't even see you doing anything. Like, yeah. those two end up being moments where we're like, ooh, wait, that looks a lot better. And, like, that was what was happening for Pandora. It was looking like Tessa was trying to almost get her attention the whole time. And Pandora was like, no, girl, I'm dusting you. And I was like, 
Yeah, she kind of is. I wanted to be here, and I'm going to prove why I wanted to be here so bad, because I wanted to lip sync and show off in this outfit. So, <sighs> well, it's over. Mm. It's over. Honest to God, when they started the runway critiques, I was like, I hope they send Tessa home so she doesn't have to deal with all this bullshit. And I didn't want that, obviously, but like I was kind of just hoping they would just like just just end it for her. And as soon as they put Pandora on the bottom, I was like, okay, cool. Let's just enjoy this la one last Tessa performance and let her go. And that's what happened. But they gave, they gave her the old yellow treatment. A little bit, Oof. but she truly has been the standout of the season for me so far. And I'm going to miss having her personality in the workroom mm -hmm. a lot. Beyond the fact that she yeah. is a very lovely individual and very attractive. So. Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. one of my favorites this season. For sure, for sure. So, Yes, Tessa. We love you, Tessa. We love you. We Maybe not as much as Logan, but we love you. <laughs> wow. I was going to say come on the podcast, but apparently not. No, I didn't say that. I'm really just saying, we have a, we'll just make sure Eve isn't here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, what do you mean when I'm not here? You want views, right? Oh, well, okay. See, what we're not going to do is act like you're the only person to bring in views. That's not what we're going to do on this podcast today. Not, like, today, not right now. I'd like to end this episode today with a draft <laughs> update that doesn't include Eve. Because uh, Eve didn't do this draft. So, <laughs> Eve, um, we got the same amount of points this episode. I usually lose drafts. So I'm cool with it. Go for it. That is true. Uh, David, out of the draft. Um, that's all. Uh, currently sitting in fifth place is Team Cup because they have Lorelai Rivers, and she is cur she currently has the second best score out of anybody on this season for some reason. Um, <laughs> of the people left in the draft. Uh, in fourth place is Aris with 23 points. Uh, now with just Kelly Hilton. Um, in mm -mm. third place is Lana with 25 points, currently with just Pandora. Uh, I'm now in second place with 29.5 points. I still have Yvonne and Nikita, but neither of them did anything major for me in this episode. And Esme is currently in the lead in the draft with 31.5 points with Metamorkid and Victoria Shake Spears. So, next week, contractually obligated per episode six of every Paramount Plus produced drag race season, it's Snatch Game! <laughs> so I'm excited to probably still not know a bunch of these German celebrities, but I'm excited to see what happens with Snatch Game. Um, I'm hoping to see Adam Schwarzenegger. I was about to say, I'm about to throw it out there now. If someone's Schwarzenegger, I'm going to laugh. I These are my pick for my snatch game. <laughs> I want to be Victoria. Could you imagine? That, that would honestly so be sickening. I could see her do that and then have a sickening runway and actually win. That'd be goofy. If it'd be like Victoria <laughs> won snatch game out of nowhere. Like, I could so see that happening. I'd love that. It always sometimes isn't being the ones you were just like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see that being part of your forte at all. And then they pull an Aquaria and just win out of nowhere, and you'd be like, yeah, okay, okay. Because I mean, I give Victoria a benefit of the doubt. Like you were saying, Lana, with uh, her possibly like should have been leaving during the first episode. She has stuck it out for this long, so I mean, 
she could have another trick or two up her up her sleeve we don't know about yet. Can't wait to see. Yes. And with all that being said, thank you so much for joining us for our Drag Race Germany review. We'll be back next week with Snatch Game. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit all the buttons that say you support us. And if you hit the dislike button, go ahead and hit it twice. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod for all of our most up-to-date cup news and our funny moments because we are some funny bitches. And while you are down in the description, uh, I'm, I, I can't. I can't cheer. They're not letting me. Oh, there we go. Um, while you're down in the description, you could get some mar uh, some merch, including cup mug, da na na na, cup mug, da na 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 na, cup mug, and other cup merch. And you could also follow the five of us on Twitter as well. If you're somewhere in Leeds, go see Eris doing something in drag. And if you're in Chicago, go see Eve doing something in drag. And with all that being said, cheers. 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 Bye. I'm breaking the Reagan jacket? Not right. We went a whole damn episode without Reagan jacket, David. Reagan jacket? Uh.